Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about your faith and your work, today we're talking about making an impact for Christ in your banking career. And we have with us today Andy Williams with Freedom Bank, and his wife Jill is also joining us for discussion today because I love having husband-wife conversations in the studio because you find out a lot about a guy, but you find out a whole lot more when his wife was alongside of him. (laughs) So before we bring on Andy and Jill, first this verse from Psalm 112, verse 5. It is well with a man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affair with justice. I thought that was a good banking verse. (laughs) Andy Williams and his wife, Jill, welcome to the I Work For Him radio program. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. You know, I know that when uh, we've never met face-to-face before, and Andy and I have talked on the phone, so Jill came into the studio somewhat going, I have no idea whether this guy, whether I should really be on the radio with this guy. <laughs> so I hope I hope that you guys really enjoy this. I loved, you know, Andy, you were referred to me. One, one of our past guests, Bob Rorlock, and his wife were on here several months ago, and, and, and Bob said to me, you need to meet Andy Williams. Andy Williams is this great banker. He works with Freedom Bank, and I already knew about your bank. You have a great bank right there in St. Petersburg with two locations, one on 4th Street, the other one. Martin Luther King? 
Others on 4th Street. They're both right. on 4th. That's right. The, <laughs> on either end of 4th Street, uh, right in St. Pete. One's in northeast St. Pete. One's a little further down into St. Pete. Right? That, yep. That's the best way to describe it. And I said, well, and, and, and so you said you were interested in the show. And, and then he said, you know, Bob brought his wife on. Can I bring my wife on? Like, Absolutely. It's perfect. Because here's the deal. Now, how many years have you guys been married? In about a week, it'll be 26 years. 26 years. Wonderful. That's good. You only hesitated for a small second, so that was very good. <laughs> so 26 years, and you said in about a week, so your anniversary date is what? June 3rd. June 3rd. All right. Ours is June 14th. We'll be married 29 years this year. All right. When you've been married that long, of course you've become one <laughs> long ago. It's a, it's a great... I mean, you're more than of a quarter of a century. Our lives impact each other, and you've been walking with the Lord through that time. And it's amazing how much you can learn about a couple and how inspiring you guys can be when you share that all together. So let's just start off with how is Christ making an impact in your life today? Andy, you start first because, you know, I'm going to give Jill a chance to see how you do it. So then, you you know, then she knows what to say. (laughs) I would probably back up a little bit. Okay. He's been in our life ever since we were dating and mm-hmm. we started going to church together when we were dating we went to we shared each other's churches and we even did that after we got married uh several years ago we started a bank up in gainesville and you know we prayed about that constantly and, and god truly blessed everything that went on in that bank and and any major decision he's in our life all the time because we we will pray together and spend a lot of time talking and he's he's there right now that's awesome so jill expand on a little bit when when you look at how christ is making an impact today we talked before the show you got two kids in college both of them at fsu yeah florida state yeah i always you know i these people are so sensitive about state colleges around here i grew up (laughs) in minnesota where you know the the college competitive sports it didn't exist because it was just one state university and their sports. They were only good at hockey. So uh, so how is Christ working in your life today as a mom, a massage therapist? You're, you're into you've, you've got some you're into some minerals. You can explain that. That's, you're digging minerals. You're selling right, minerals. Essential oils, not essential minerals. Essential oils. Well, don't the oils know the oils don't come from minerals, do they? OK, so how is Christ working in your life today? You know, at this moment in time, um, I find that um I'm in a period of waiting, um, of praying diligently for what the next step will be. Um, Our children are, um, some would say, grown uh, since one just graduated from college and one just finished his first year at at school. Um, And for those moms out there, they know once a mom, always a mom, Mm -hmm. even though I'm not picking them up on my hip and and feeding them in a high chair um they still take a lot of energy and time and um and that's where i find myself right now um i still practice massage i absolutely love that um and that is a mission field for me Mm -hmm. um i pray over every one of my clients as i as i finish and um for for many many people the time they spend on my table might be the only time in their life that they get strictly to rest, to breathe, to be um, still. And, you know, I truly believe, you know, God says, be still and know that I am mm-hmm. God. And sometimes in this crazy, busy world, we don't get that chance. So I'm trying to incorporate that daily, be still, um, as I contemplate what my next step will be. And um, be still as I learn how to 
not so much learn, but as I continue to mother, um, growing children, making major life decisions, you know, it's it's not so much do we wear the red shirt or blue shirt. You know, what do I do after I graduate from college? Hmm. It is, you know, you say once a mom, always a mom. How about once a dad, always a dad. But it is, it is amazing. You know, everybody always told us when we had little kids, you know, wait till the teenage years. And, and you know, okay, teenage years, there there are some challenges there. It's it's in us though the letting go, and, and you know, the, letting out a little enough ropes so they don't hang themselves, but en- enough ropes so that they start to learn responsibility. But nobody ever said how intense those college years would be, and exhausting. I mean, our, our two our kids did first two years at, at St. Pete College, and then went off. Uh, one of our well, one went to UNF up in Jacksonville, and our daughter completed down here at St. Pete College, so she was here throughout. But they were challenging years just because they had lots of questions. They're exploring. You're letting out that rope, but being a, being available for them that that's being available is super duper valuable and being awake at 10 o'clock that's when they want to talk true but also it is incredibly fun because you get to see the seeds that you've planted start to grow mm-hmm. and you get you know you offer advice when asked and you um, steer different ways you know, help them find their path I have to learn that part Offer advice when, when you're asked, asked. Yeah. instead of just offering advice. <laughs> That's a challenge. I had a father example, Andy, who uh, he just he gave me advice. Sometimes it was more of a lecture format. He always said good things to say, but he did. He now says, "Ask me how much time I have." I'm like, "Dad, I don't have time for a lecture tonight." Okay, I'm, I'm almost fifty. Okay, <laughs> hey, I'd like to thank Alyssa from Valrico for lo- for listening to the I Work for Him show, and congratulations on winning the first of our copies of Halftime we're giving away today. Mm-hmm. We'll get that out to you. It may be. The week after next, because we're going on vacation, and <laughs> Martha won't be in the bookstore to send it out. But we'll get it out to you as fast as we can. But Alyssa, thank you so much for listening. Andy, when you look at these 26 years of marriage to Jill and the raising these two kids who are now in college, one's going back, you said, a master's degree. Wow. Just, you know, when we were kids, you know, getting a four-year degree was good enough. Now today, the master's degree may not be good enough. All these kids are going back for master's degree like it's almost You're a requirement. you smarter than all of us, that's for sure. <laughs> when I got out of college, did you, did you get a master's degree? Uh, got about halfway through. Did you? When I walked away from college, I was thinking, Lord, I am done. I'm never going back to school again. I couldn't wait to get done. But I've been self-employed most of the time, so a master's degree would only be for my own ego. wouldn't be for anybody else. So what brought you guys to Gainesville to open up that bank? So it was a de novo bank, I mean, right from the start? Yeah, we transferred up there um, back about 20 years ago and transferred to Gainesville. Um, but you wasn't from down here to up there. You yeah, were it from, was, it, where it was? We, it was, okay. We were here in St. Pete for about 15 years. She, Jill was raised here. I grew up here. Oh, we okay. had our children here. Wow, okay. Um, we grew up there when our, we moved up there when our daughter was three and our son was three weeks. Wow. wow. But you say Gainesville the way people from the South say Gainesville, not the people from St. Pete say Gainesville. So I'm, that I'm from the south, yeah. <laughs> which is north of here, right? which is north here, which which we had to learn. It's north here. Okay, so so you you had that opportunity to start a bank from scratch, which is in today almost impossible to do. Still possible if you have a ton of money, but what a great opportunity that was in Gainesville. It's unbelievable, and it was we were totally blessed through that situation. Um, in, interestingly, it sold very quickly. We we had a great organization, and we were probably the youngest bank in Florida to sell that was doing well. And um, and it ended up selling again. Long story, but it ended up selling again. 
and then once it did, it was it was time to come back here. Hmm. Well, and and you came. It's it, very different worlds, Gainesville to the, the Tampa Bay area. That's like saying black's different than white. But uh, it's what brought you down here. So you sold the bank. Why'd you come back here? Because you know how crazy it is down here. <laughs> I needed a job. Uh, <laughs> oh, the job. Uh, we we had tried to actually start another bank and raised all the money for it. Uh, but back in 08 and 09, yeah. we were in the height of the recession, and the regulators were not allowing new banks to start. Mm. Uh, Freedom Bank uh, was looking to make some changes, so we came on back. Mm. And you uh, you got family down here, I imagine. I do. And, and you know, we, we look at it that, you know, Freedom Bank brought Andy back to St. Petersburg, but Freedom Bank... Bank also brought me back to St. Petersburg, where I had family and a mother struggling through the um, the challenges of Alzheimer's, mm. and um, a father that was a caretaker, and a brother who was terrifically involved in that journey with them, but needed some support and some mm. help. And so, it was a blessing to me to be able to come back and 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 be the daughter. Yeah, be, help be a, be a part of that whole process. Andy, what? How did God lead you into banking? He did. Uh, be honest with you, there was a few other offers, offers, but um, banking um, had the best benefits in what I thought was the least hours. That, that was, <laughs> you mean the, the bankers' hours, nine to four, right? Everybody had ninety four hours. Trust me, that doesn't. I know it doesn't. It <laughs> I have a sister who's a banker, so I understand that. I but that's tricked. what we, we grew up learning. That though, that's exactly right. The movies always said that, right? <laughs> yes, but it's uh, banking just kind of got in the blood. And still enjoy it. It's my favorite thing to do. Probably the key to it is I just enjoy dealing with people. Um, you, you, you get to see a lot of interesting businesses. I was talking about one this afternoon, a new medical device. That, and, you know, it's just interesting the things you, you get to see and take a look at. Which is also why he continues his career in community banking versus going with some of the, the very large, large banks. You know, get one-on-one with people when you're in the community banking world. But it's community banking's tough. I mean, I, I have a lot. I've had a lot of exposure. I had a community banker as a partner in my insurance agency in Minnesota, so I, I got to learn a lot about leading up to Y two K, which means I still have a generator in my garage that I had to buy from my insurance agency because my partner was a banker. But community banking has a different flavor, but it does give you that personal touch. But there's also, I mean, the Fed is tough on community banks because the community banks were hit hard. Well, they've been hit. I mean, yet savings and loans were hit hard in the eighties. Community banks were hit hard in two thousand eight. They were. It, it was tough, and it was tough for us here. And um, uh, we had our problems, but uh, through the help from a lot of people, um, we and our employees were just unbelievable. Um, our board, and then we had some new investors come in. We were one of the first banks in the state to be able to get new capital, which most community banks had to have. And it's allowed us to get this thing turned around and now we're 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 truly prospering you got you have a very neat executive staff within freedom bank and it really you've got two fantastic locations i mean you really it's just you've maintained that community feel which is tough because in pinellas county and hillsborough county how many community banks are there 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 are 29 banks headquartered in the area. Not all those, I would Yeah, I didn't say how many of them banks. are community banks. So, I mean, there's some ones that have gotten very, very, very big, and the bigger they get, they lose some of that community feel. There's only two others in South Pinellas County, and only a few others in Pinellas and several in 
in Hillsborough County. Yeah, what a privilege it is. Did you have a question, Martha? I, I just was curious. I don't know how long Freedom Bank has been around. It started in 2005. Okay. So we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary. Very good. Now, was that a, did they buy out somebody, or was that DeNovo in 2005? Yeah, it was DeNovo in 2005. That's just one of those fancy terms I learned way back when, when you start a brand new insurance agency or a bank. It's just called DeNovo. It means new. (laughs) And I have no idea how to spell it, but that's what it's called. Okay. All right. So you've moved back here to St. Pete. You've, you've, you've just really dove in. I mean, you're involved in BSF, right? I started this year. Okay. That's been Bible study fellowship has just been an unbelievable, um, you know, the study this year was on Moses, which I didn't think was I I thought I knew about Moses. I didn't know anything. All right. Today we're talking with Andy and Jill Williams. Andy's an executive with Freedom Bank right here in St. Petersburg. And we're hearing his story on how God led him into banking and how God's using him in banking. And Jill's talking about their walk together through 26 years of marriage and two kids. And we're, we're hearing all this together. But before we get back to Andy and Jill, it's time for our book highlight segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Our book today, as I've already given away, I've already given away a copy to Alyssa from Valrico. Our book today is Halftime, written by Bob Buford a lot of years ago, but this is a book that shifted my paradigm to how I looked at my workplace. Back in 2003, I got this book from a friend of mine named Bob, and and I was in that place where I'm like, Lord, I'm tired of chasing success. It leaves me empty. This book is all about shifting your chasing from success to significance. Pursuing a life of significance, even if it's in the same workplace, it's amazing. Halftime will take you there. You know, and and Andy knew that I was going to highlight this book. Andy, you've got how many copies of Halftime at home? I think I've got three. Three copies. So God's saying something to you, and you're reading it right now. I'm about two-thirds of the way finished. Two-thirds of the way. And and, and, can you see how your paradigm is going to be shifted as you're reading this book? Absolutely. Do you think Jill should read this book? Absolutely. Do you have a copy for her? Or yours all highlighted. All right. I was say, she can call. All right, so she can't call in, but you can share one of your copies. All right, if you want to get a copy of Halftime, if you're between 30 and 55 and you're a Christ follower and you're tired of chasing success and it leaves you empty, which it does each and every time, you need to get a copy of this book. It shifted our parents. Have you read this book yet, Martha? Yeah, oh, you did. Yes, That's right. That's of course. Right. But That's can right. I say something about it? Yes, you can. Really okay, quick. Really quick. Just remember that the the uh, analogy is with football, and you take that halftime break to reanalyze and come back with a stronger strategy for the second half. And we don't watch a lot of football, so we forget Not anymore, that. because I was a Vikings fan, <laughs> and it took 20 years of counseling to get me back to half That's normal. That's kind of what people need to be thinking about when Absolute they think about Absolutely. Good one, baby. Thanks. Way to go. Yeah. All right. Call into the studio line now, 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read this book. Don't wait for the movie. All right, the phones are lighting up, and Ivan's busy taking your calls. Thanks so much for listening. All right, so Andy and Jill, as you are, are, are you're reading Halftime, how come you haven't given Jill a copy? Three was to. you're getting ready to. <laughs> you may have an extra one to give. To I me. might have one. If you're from the south, you'd say you're fixing to give her a copy. I'm fixing to do so. That's right. So tonight <laughs> she starts reading this book. It is an incredible book. It's the first book that I bring my business his way group through. I share halftime. They have to read that book because it explains that mind shift, that paradigm shift that needs to happen in our minds, so that we recognize that our faith it applies to everything we do, even our workplace, especially in our workplace, and what an incredible ministry place it is. 
But you already knew that. All right, so we're back in conversation today, live in studio on a Friday afternoon before Memorial Day. We're so excited. Uh, everybody's excited. Oh, let me say something about that. With Memorial Day, I just remember... I mean, it is a three-day weekend for a lot of people, but You're we are right. very, very thankful for all of those that have given their lives. And um, I know there's a lot of communities around the whole country that will be having Memorial Day services. And I'm, you know, my dad, very patriotic, always wearing his uh, special flag T-shirt on Memorial Day, and just being so thankful for all those who've served and given so much. Absolutely, I finally secured my first interview from McDill for mm. beginning of June. Sometimes, so I actually have somebody from I can't. Tell you. So then I have to kill everybody in the studio. So there you go. Uh, an unnamed. I'm, I'm just excited. Finally, I've got an, a, my first armed forces person in the studio. Great. I'm very excited about. It. Okay, so we're talking with Andy and Jill Williams today. Andy's an executive at Freedom Bank right here in St. Petersburg, your local community bank. So excited about that. Community banking is lost on people here in Florida. In Minnesota, everybody had a community bank in their community. Down here in Florida, our communities are big, and all the community banks got sucked up. By all the big banks. Not all of them. Not, Not all, all of them. them. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> Many of them did, which is why there, it created a vacuum and a need for new community banks to be formed, which you said Freedom Bank was formed in 2005. So God brought you into banking and then brought you back here to St. Petersburg. Jill, you had to figure out, okay, what do I do? Because in Gainesville, you were doing massage. You came down here. And so how has God been working in your career? How has God got you involved right now? Well, just a little shift on that. I was in marketing and public relations work for the St. Pete Chamber of Commerce for many, many years. Mm. Went on to work for Martin Marietta at the plant. Um, I used to be on Brian Daring Belcher years ago. Um, then we had children. And it was very important um, for me to stay home. Um, Andy and I both come from parents who have had long-term relationships. Um, our example set for us where both of our moms stayed home with us, and um, that just kind of seemed the norm to me. Um, uh, interesting that you talk about Memorial Day. I, we moved to the area because my dad was in the Air Force, and we, he was stationed mm. in McDill for many, many years. Um, and so we had children, and um, I was home with them our daughter turned uh, 16 and um, our son was in 7th grade and it was time to start thinking about hmm where am I in the picture um, of our family I felt like my role was to help all of them slay the dragons of their life you know make them successful help Andy with his bank and um, make sure our children were growing and then all of a sudden what, what about me? And knowing they were getting ready to go off to college. And so that's when I went back to massage school. I had never taken a science class in my life, was totally afraid of that. I had wow. to learn to study all over again. Had an awesome school in Gainesville. Um, people from all over the nation came. It was 15 minutes from our house, so I felt very blessed. Um, but I was challenged by Sermon, um, a different book um, that talked about finding your dreams and your passions. What book was that? It was called The Ultimate Gift. It's a Hallmark movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a movie person. I really, really like the book, and our, our um, pastor did a, a sermon series on each of the individual qualities in that book, and, and he challenged us to find our dreams and our passions, and I went home and looked in the mirror and said, doesn't apply to me. Um, I'm helping everyone else find their dreams and passions, but 
who am I? But that was such a gift. I mean, I want to make, for all those moms listening out there today, your biggest and highest and most precious calling is that of mom. What a privilege it is to be able to have been home with your kids. Absolutely. And and I'm not discounting that at all. Mm -hmm. And I I find myself, here I am, my kids are 22 and 19, and I'm home as a mom. So um, I definitely prioritize that in my life. Um, But I just needed something else. And so I took six months off out of my life, checked out. I stopped volunteering at school. I stopped all the busyness and um, uh, stayed involved with my Bible study and stayed involved with my once a week luncheon with my girlfriends. And that was it. And I prayed for six months and then I was led to massage school. And it has been an incredible journey. And it, 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 I, I absolutely love massage. I believe in the value of touch. Um, and I believe in the value of, of um, just that kind of a relationship when people come and they're on my table it is me giving to them and they can strictly be a receiver and in our lives today very seldom are we just a receiver Mm -hmm. of hopefully something positive Mm -hmm. that's correct Mm -hmm. that's right Wow. Now, you've also gotten some into some other, you, you said something about oils earlier, and I don't understand oils. that. I, you know, I change my oil in my car every 3,000 miles. <laughs> and it's no, no, essential. No, we're talking a little bit different. Yes, it is. But essential. it's essential in my car. And, and when you start having teen drivers, you, you, know, you have to train them about <laughs> yes. that because uh, invariably the oil runs out. But, um, you know, God gifted us with so much on our earth. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, in, in the things that are naturally occurring on this earth, there are very valuable valuable um, healing tools and, and their essential oils. And um, so I've gotten, I'm, I'm blessed that I get to use them in my massage world, but I also use them with different clients to assist with various um, uh, health issues that they have. And it has been incredible. And the more I learn, the more I am just really hooked. I think our, our, our society is really prescription oriented right mm-hmm. now. And there are ways to not be per- so prescription oriented. We might be able to do a whole show about that in the future. Hey, I'd like to thank Al from Tampa for listening in and calling in and winning your copy of Halftime. I'll say the same thing to you as I said to Alyssa. We'll get it out probably the week after next because we're going on vacation. All right. So, Andy, let's talk about banking. You, you had the privilege to go to a, a nice small community bank right here in St. Petersburg. How are you able to use your faith? How does your faith impact how you're a banker, how you manage, how you influence within Freedom Bank? Well, number one, I, I, I love people, and, and, I, and I, I care for them, and I pay a lot of attention uh, to people um, uh, at our organization and in the community. And sometimes, you know, they, they come in just happy as can be in the morning, or other times that... Um, yeah, you, you, you can just tell if you know them and watch them and pay attention to them, listen to them, that, that they may have a problem going on. So uh, there there have been some opportunities over the last year where you recognize something, you talk to one of your fellow employees, and you get the you get the chance to pray with them or to let them know that you care or whatever. What an incredible privilege that is. It, it's it's it, it doesn't happen as often as I would like, but it but it's 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 special when it does, and you're glad you can be there for them. Uh, out in the community this year, um, um, I've, due to a variety of reasons, I've had the opportunity to get involved with some Bible studies and uh, BSF being one. Right. Uh, Christian Businessmen's Connection. Yep, CBMC. One. We've had them on the show many times. And then there's a, a, another one that I, I go to most of the time. And But through some of this and even through some of my other community activities, I've met 
other men that just say, I'm needing something. I'd say, mm. well, come on. And um, it, it's just some of the things that have happened this year have just really been incredible. And, well, we'll highlight one of those incredible things. Um, well, I would one. say it's men, men learning to communicate with other men. I think women are very relational, and men have to be a little more guarded. And it has been really fun to watch different men that Andy has come across in his travels that um, he's invited to a Bible study or he's invited to lunch or dinner. And the, the connection through communication has developed. I mean, when they can kind of take off their armor just a little bit and, and, and be honest and real and authentic with each other. It's true. I was, I was, I told this guy today, I may bring him up on this show, but I was playing golf with a gentleman, um, um, last winter. It was obvious that God brought us together and he goes, Andy, could you and I just start something and, and get some group uh, and some men together to have fellowship. And I said, why don't you just come to one of these things um, already involved in? And just today, um, you know, a couple of these guys have gotten together and they're working on some business issues. They pray regularly. Um, you know, it's just, and, and this gentleman was a Christian but hadn't really been involved in a while. But but he's he's going strong for the Lord right now. And... I've had another friend, I mean, just recently known for 30 years, and just watching him this year has just been, it's been a real joy. It it is such an encouragement to come alongside people and encourage them and to just enjoy them thriving in the Lord, because a lot of people don't realize how incredible it is. Jesus came that might have might experience life and live it to the fullest, not to let the enemy beat us down. And people don't understand that. And we have to show them that really living in Christ, it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, it's what we were built to do. So your involvement in the community in uh, uh, within Freedom Bank and outside of Freedom Bank, you guys you guys said during the break that you're going to Ridge Point in St. Petersburg, right there on Tyrone right. Boulevard. Yep. Uh-huh. Now they're about ready to move. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, where's the new building going to be? Uh, the new building's over on Lifestyle Fitness. It's uh, just off Tyrone and or 66th Street and 20. It's right behind like the Bed Bath and Beyond mm. on 66th. Street. Oh, so Martha knows where it is. Yeah, <laughs> for all the women out there, we all know where. That's Bed a Bath great landmark. Is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bed Bath and Beyond is a really cool store, and as long as you have a woman next to you with coupons, right. because right. The, yeah, you need the 20 percent off, or it's no good. You can't buy things there without the coupons. All right, so how does your church challenge you to live your faith? wherever you are. I mean, how does Ridgepoint do that on, a, on an intentional basis? Well, number one, we, we it, it's it's true, truly a Bible-based ministry, mm-hmm. and, and we preach on something, and, and it's, it, that church, this church is for, for regular people. I mean, you don't dress up to go there, you, you know, there's some good music there, and, and the, and, and our pastor always has a, a message that's relevant to today's times so. and always has the big idea to take with you for the week to contemplate and think about so you come away from there challenged each and every week yep. so it's one of those great churches in tampa bay the people if you're looking for a great church ridgepoint Ridge, is I, ridgepoint ridgepoint excuse me ridgepoint. there's probably a ridgepoint out there somewhere too but ridgepoint <laughs> i apologize the b you, you said quietly and i've been there so sorry 
But it's right at the corner. It's moving from. It's right where Tyrone Boulevard. Anyway, it's moving right behind it's, Bed it was Bath on and 9th, Beyond, Ninth Avenue and Tyrone. Yeah, Ninth and yeah, it was right on and that corner. Be, this Sunday's our last Sunday. We're we'll moving to a brand new facility, and they're very, very, very excited. Mm. Bridge wonderful. Bridgepoint, and they got a website, Bridgepoint.org, right? That's exactly. See, right. I need Bridgepoint a website. Bridgepoint. See, I don't even have that right. Bridgepoint <laughs> FL. All right. So if you're looking at a great church in St. Petersburg, that would be one of them out there. Okay. So Freedom Bank. Going back to Freedom Bank, it's got this unusual. Usual opportunity to be locally owned, operated. You've, you're active in the community. How is Freedom Bank active in the community? That's what a community bank is. We we not only serve our, our customers and 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 try to gain new customers, but we we give back to the community. Freedom Bank currently supports probably twenty different organizations uh, around, maybe even more than that. Hmm. Uh, and we do that not only with our our money, and, uh, but we do it with our time. Uh, most of our officers are involved in one or more groups, um, and, and and many of us several. Some of those are, are faith based based groups or that have a faith based mission. Others aren't, but. Um, you know, when I was with, a, I took a tour of a, of a charity the other night, and and I just walked away. Wow, this this group needs so much, and there's so many groups that uh, need so much in our community, and there's there's such an opportunity for us to serve right now. And our bank is just we're. We're doing a little part right now, but it's growing all the time, and we hope to do more. It's great to be such an example of that in the community because I think that's really lost by a lot of people, especially when you feel like, oh, I live in a big city. How can I make a difference in my community? But there's so many great organizations, like you said, that need that help and need that involvement. And um, what a great way to help build up those around you and be that light no matter where you are. Right, And I think that one, one of the things that, you know, there's so many groups that are so needy if we can start one of my goals before I die in Tampa Bay would be for to help these groups start to work together in unity because so many of them reproduce things that they can work together and become synergistic that's there's a lot of opportunity there within the body of Christ to work together and you find a lot of those people aren't taking advantage of that opportunity. Mm. <laughs> how, how can I say that without being any nicer than that? Okay, there's plenty of people that could use some help on that one. Okay, so, Jill, are you involved in any ministries outside of being mom right now? At this moment, my ministry is my children. Right. Um, mm. uh, as we figure out what to do after college, as we take a, a, a college freshman who's you know had a good year, but a difficult year, and you know it's summer, and as all college students come home, you kind of have to patch them all back up together and get them ready to send off again. Um, get them a job. We've been very blessed. He's he's employed, so that's <laughs> that's good. Way to go. <laughs> that's a challenge. It is a challenge. Yeah. It's 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 having just finished up going through those college years. It is uh, you know what a privilege it is to be a mom and a dad. That that just goes without saying. God was he, he says it's all throughout the scriptures. What a privilege it is to be a parent. And, and David said, "Have a quiver full." You know, honey, we should have had a quiver full. Well, we did. We had a very small quiver. Is that what the deal That's, was? There you go. All right, we're talking with Andy and Jill Williams. Andy happens to be an executive with Freedom Bank, a local community bank right here in 
St. Petersburg, and I was referred to him by another executive within an organization called the Greater Tampa Chamber of Commerce, Bob Rorlock. And he and his wife were on way back when, earlier this year. And Bob says, you got to meet this guy, Andy Williams. He's an executive with Freedom Bank. So Andy and I talked several months ago, and this was the date that worked out for us. We want to hear from you, Andy. What's next for the two of you guys? What's what's God doing as you guys transition to empty nesterhood over the next... Nesterhood? nesterhood? Isn't that a new word? Yes, it is. It's a very good word. That is a good empty word. Nesterhood. <laughs> empty nesterhood. It's in your neighborhood. Who are the people in your neighborhood? But I won't sing that song. Okay, so what's next for you? How are you guys figuring that out? We pray often. I mean, that, that's mm. probably the key to... Together? Uh Often we do. When, when there's when there's a concern or a problem, we always pray together, and that that sometimes seems to happen quite often. Uh, <laughs> well, and I would challenge anyone who's married. It's a yes. it's an awkward thing. I mean, we pray individually, independently, um, quietly. We pray before meals, but when you are really in a in a challenge and your you know your toes are in the fire. If you take your spouse's hand, whether you're you know on your knees or just sitting on the couch, the first time you do it, it will feel so awkward. And you take their hand and you pray, and then he prays. And um, but the more you get to do it, the more powerful it becomes mm-hmm. in your relationship and in in the way God lights the path that you need to be on. Mm-hmm. Well, and we challenge. We've been doing marriage mentoring now for oh, sixteen years. The number one key to longevity in your marriage praying together and we recommend that everybody pray together every night so that when the fire comes you're already used to that it is Mm -hmm. it's one of those things we challenge couples schedule just pray together every day and schedule talking time every day one of those key things that's just you know i'm just laughing though that you ask them if they've got it figured out what's next because do we have it figured out what's next here you know this empty nesting thing is is a a whole surprise that i think that the next thing in our house is getting rid of all the lime green yes well you know people said oh you're going to just mourn the loss of your children and they're going to be so far away and uh, we kind of looked at each other and we did that for about five minutes and then it's been fantastic Mm, yeah um you we have we picked one thing that we wanted to treat ourselves to and so we both enjoyed Broadway musicals so we bought season tickets to the straws and that's something we hadn't done before and hey we should do that you know we picked one thing yeah. and and then we find spontaneity is wonderful and we mm-hmm. can be with those friends that we keep saying, hey, let's go out to dinner. Well, we can finally say, yeah. hey, let's go out to dinner tonight yeah. or tomorrow. Well, I keep reminding people that this is the goal in life is to raise children to become independent, responsible, God-loving adults. And not that everything is perfect along the way, but that's the goal. We don't, you know, we're not raising them to stay at home forever. They, you know, to be out on their own and to be then setting the standard for what they're going to do in life and how God's leading them and so um, we haven't we haven't got it all figured out yet. But the oh, no, room it's a little quiet, you know, and the refrigerator's kind of empty. And yeah, I've been meaning to speak to you about that. But, but that's so new... fun to explore because yeah. our daughter's been doing grocery shopping for us for four years. <laughs> we said, You've been spoiled. Yes, yes we have. Yeah. Well, because we just say well, we'll pay you back whatever groceries you buy. So she goes to the grocery store. She always had what she wanted and what we wanted. All right, we're, we're running out of time. Andy Freedom Bank. It's in St. Petersburg. How do people find out about it on? Online. Freedom Bank, it's very simple. It's just freedombank.com. That's pretty simple. Freedombank.com. And what's your specialty within the bank? What do you do? 
Uh, it's funny we haven't even talked about that yet, but loans and deposits is everything. Commercial we, side or on the personal line side? We specialize side. on the commercial side. That's our. That's really our niche for loans for the small to see, to medium sized local business, but we have loans for just about everybody, and, and we have depository accounts. I mean, we we pay great rates on our CDs and our and our money market accounts. Uh, we're very competitive on our loan products. And and more than that, we have the experience and the creativity to help people get get their financial needs met. That's the beauty of a community banker. Mm-hmm. All right, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, I'm looking for a 1,000 people in Tampa Bay to take this challenge, to take the challenge to join the I Work For Him nation. I'm looking for a 1,000 people to start praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. A 1,000 people that will look for ways to befriend those coworkers and employees outside of the workplace. A 1,000 people that will look for ways to serve those coworkers and employees in the workplace. A 1,000 people that will be ready to pray with people in the workplace when you see an opportunity but all along a thousand people to be the best and brightest example of a person in your position a person who seeks excellence somebody who draws people to themselves because of the light in your life if you're willing to be one of those people to join the i work for him nation go onto our website iworkforhim.com that's i work the number four him.com and click on contact us and say hey jim martha we want to be part of that nation we've got people signing up just about every week this is we got to change the tide in tampa bay and it's going to happen in the workplace we're christ followers who own our own business but ultimately i work for him